Spinebuster Sports presents The Feast, hosted by Sox Sanchez. Hail to Michigan. Green Bay is still winning. Notre Dame is crumbling. Welcome to The Feast, everybody. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Sox is here. Pound cake's over there, already cringing, so I did my job. Listen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> First 30 seconds of the show, I'm nailing it. Welcome to 14, the Brendan Shanahan episode. P-Rose. He was 14. Yep. Okay. Uh, welcome to the P-Rose episode. Ken Anderson. We're going to move on. A <laughs> couple segments we're going to bust into at some point, talk to the hand. Dan Fouts. We're going to do, <laughs> you researched, you son of a bitch. Uh, Gus Nyquist. DK Metcalf. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, no Think notes. of another quarterback. I don't know, dude. You have somebody in the back of your head. Nope. Mind. I named both. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the feast, everybody. Thanks again for listening. This is the post-Thanksgiving episode. I had my gravy. It was awesome. No need to unbuckle the belts because they don't fit right now. Yeah, so put on your uh, Zumbas. Call it a day. <laughs> put on your Zumbas. <laughs> head to the strip club. And put on your Zumbas. Get your, your money's worth. Get your shades and get that bandana out because you're going rocking down. Take the top off. Let it let it, let the snow fly. Uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna talk to the hand today. We're gonna do a couple of segments of the full spread. We're gonna have like an appetizer spread, like a cheese and crackers type deal, <laughs> and then we're gonna do like. Main course. Prime rib roast, right? With some taters. Yeah. Things taters. like that. Feezy, how's your weeky? Uh, you know, good. Yeah? Yeah, it was fine. You I, wa- know, it was a, I watched it was a work. I watched Team America last night. It was a work week. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, made my day. Yeah. Made my week. Ah, uh, breaking news. Breaking news. Your boy, Brian Kelly. BK, that's what we refer to him in the Old streets. Oh, the Grand Valley... Head coach, taking a job, sixty-year-old man taking his, taking his. Now this is just a report that ESPN ran, but there's been no official press conference yet. Well, yeah, I don't think they're going to do official press conference at nine o'clock at night on Dude, Monday. Manning Manning telecast best time for Brian Kelly to announce that he's going to. Anyway, LSU, LSU, where the prospects. So we, can, so we can face Nick Saban every year. Yes. And then hopes that he can win a championship. Yeah. So that being said, okay, Brian Kelly's going to ask you a cool. I don't really give a shit. But who's going to replace Brian Kelly? I was thinking either Brady Quinn or Jimmy Clausen. What um, do you think? I think Brady Quinn's busy with Fox. And, uh, Jimmy, busy? Cla- and Jimmy Clausen's busy being the assistant manager of the Shonies in – Southern California. Is that true? I have no idea. I, I just I pulled that out of my ass. That's probably, <laughs> probably true. Um, you know, there's a lot of names that have been linked Tommy to Reese. Notre Dame. Tommy Reese is the offensive coordinator. He could be the yeah. next head coach. Weird, huh? That'd be he best. You're okay with that? Best the offense has looked was under Tommy Reese with Brian Kelly there. So and then other other names, what Fickle maybe? Fickle, Urban Meyer. P.J. Flex been linked to being Notre Dame being his want job. Interesting. Uh, like I said, as we were discussing this resigned. before. He just resigned, though, didn't he? He did just resign, but yeah, yeah, true. it doesn't matter. True. But like as we were talking about this before we hit record, the one thing Brian Kelly hasn't been able to do at Notre Dame is get over the hump. He's made it to college title games. He's made it to the college football playoff. And like I've said week in and week out on this podcast, Notre Dame always finds a way to disappoint. Strength of competition in the regular season. Whatever. Uh, They need to find somebody that gets them over the hump and gets them to the next level. Hmm. So that will probably cut down the search a ton, but. Jim Harbaugh's already taken. Yeah, okay. <laughs> zing, zing, zing. Yeah, it's funny because for I know, for, get all for the last four wah, years, wah, I've had wah. to listen to you guys talk about how he's just, he's just not going to get over the hump. We can't hire anybody else. I never said that. I never said that. I've been on the train the whole time. I've been on that train. 
I never said no. Said, what you said was, who else are we gonna hire? I was. I'm still in the Harbaugh train. I, I was never. I I I had faith in Harbaugh the whole fucking time. I also said in episode five, six, four, somewhere in there that Michigan looked like a national championship team. Remember when I said I'm gonna piss people off when I say this? I said it. We'll see. Okay. You, you don't have faith that we'll get past Iowa. So you want to be a cynical anti-Michigan fan? I mean, I don't have like if you guys get past Iowa, I don't have faith. I mean, I I can see you guys going to the national championship game. You can. Yes. Ooh, it's impressive. I can. Now at that point, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, we played the best game that we could have played. You guys played the best game you could have played, and the game conditions I mean, were, we're completely one hundred percent in Michigan's so favor. So Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy. Jimmy Clausen, yeah. James Clausen, assistant manager of the Sizzler, and he just got a new job today. God, I wonder if he Big gets, pay raise. $16 an hour. Hey, it's gift card season. I wonder if there's that five off the 25 or whatever. Yeah. Brad's going to be so happy that we talked about Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, I don't, something about Jimmy Clausen. Stab boy. <laughs> uh, we're going to go in and talk to the hand, but first we have a, a new little jingle jingle for you. You want to do? You want to do you? Do we want to do that, or yeah, are we, we just going straight into talking? To no, we're gonna do your jingle, and then All we're right. come back. Jingle, we'll jingle. Be, we'll be right back. Listen to the jingle. Hi, it's getting into that time of year again. Christmas carols, snow, festive lights, and cheer. But also with that comes shopping and terrible drivers. Come on, no one wants to go spend two hours waiting in line to save fifty cents on a turkey baster. Plus, you don't want to put someone's grandmother in a holly jolly early Christmas grave because she cut you off going 30 in a 45. Well, I have a solution for you. Hi, I'm The Cake with Spinebuster Sports. We have partnered with Teespring.com so you can shop for all the new Spinebuster Sports and The Feast merchandise on your phone or computer from wherever you are. Whether you're taking a massive poop or crying in a walk-in cooler, you can shop for all the new Spinebuster Sports and The Feast merchandise. Hoodies to keep you warm, throw pillows for you to scream into, or a pint glass for you to enjoy your favorite medium-thick beverage out of. Go to www.teespring.com and search Spinebuster Sports. That's www.teespring.com and search Spinebuster Sports. Thank you and have a happy holiday from everyone here at Spinebuster Sports. Thank you for listening to that little ditty. Brad Westfall, eat your heart out. That's going to be great. Uh, and Holly Jolly early Christmas great. And there will be throw pills, thick beverage not included. Medium thick. Medium thick. Oh, boy. Uh, we're going to get in talk of the hand. What else are we going to... I was going to bring something up. Here we go. I'm spacing out because you got me so riled up prior to the taping. You mean Iowa by 10? Iowa by 10, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so fun little story I had for at the bar this weekend, had a gentleman and the son come in to the bar, uh, older gentleman, obviously, cause his son was of drinking age and he, but his son didn't have an ID mm. and the older gentleman decided to tell my manager that he would vouch for him that his son was old enough to drink and that, uh, they were wondering if they could just sit down and get a drink. So the manager comes to me and tells me about it. And I look at her and said, well, you might as well just tell them to get the fuck out of here because what's the point in even having them sit down and ask for a drink when we're not going to serve them. And the guy, as the manager came back and told me, acted very nonchalant was like, well, we'll just go somewhere else. Then you obviously don't want our business and barge out of the restaurant. So if you're going to the bar, have your ID. Valid. Regard, yeah, valid ID, regardless of whether how old you are, regardless. You never know when someone's going to ask you for it. Just never know. So have a valid ID. You can't drink without it. This has been brought to you by Joe Rance. Pound, Hashtag pound Caputo Rance. Hashtag pound sign. Pound sign. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Hey, Kyle. Want to <laughs> hit the jam? Yeah, let's hit the jam.
Talk to the Hand. Hi, welcome to Talk to the Hand. Talk to the left because I know you ain't right. Pound signed us. <laughs> you calling from a rotary phone? Pound sign, Spines Buster Sports. Pound sign, pound cake. Pa- pound sign us so hard. <laughs> or hashtag, I guess. That's the right phrase. Yeah, everyone asks who hashtag cake is at work. Pound side cake. Yeah. Pound side pound cake? Yeah. Pound side pound cake. Pound sign pound cake. All right. Hand talking? Talk to the hand. Bring the noise. Uh, Detroit Tigers news. Take it away. Uh, well, Seager's off the market. Sign with the Rangers. That son of a bitch. 10 years, 325 mil. Uh, who else signed today? Max Scherzer signed for the most, well, how do you want to say this, average uh, salary per year of like $43 million per year, something like that, for three years with the Mets. The Mets. So he's got to opt out after year two because the Lord knows you don't want to stay with the Mets for more than three years. Uh, who else signed? Today? He's making more than the entire Pirates roster. Yeah, right them and uh, if if you want anybody from Cincinnati, now is probably a time good time to get them too. They have a lot of starting pitching that's gonna be dumped somewhere. Cubs are looking at Mr. Gray, Sonny Gray. Uh, leaving that to be said, shortstop wise, you thought a couple would be signed by tonight, Monday night, before the bargaining agreement ends officially. How long that will end for? Probably not too long, but I know they're going to talk about some playoff proposals, upping it up to 14 teams, things like that. Free agent-wise for the Tigers, I know they're going after Robbie Ray. He signed with Tampa Bay? Mariners, Seattle Mariners. So there goes that. We'll have splurge of money on another starting pitcher. So now maybe Carrera's back up in the, in the game again. I'm sure Story and Baez are dabbling in there too. Um, and then we have about nine people we have to tender contracts to. Um, I'm sure most of those will be tendered, except the catchers. That's all I know. Moving on. Michigan basketball. Uh, after struggles against Seton Hall in Arizona, U of M basketball drops to number 20. Mm-hmm. Gets back on track with a 65-54 to win against Tarleton State. Back on track. I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> Hey, they've won the game. Win's a win, right? You're a duck sicker. <laughs> 15 points out of guard, Eli Brooks. 14 points out of forward, Caleb Houston. Put in 10 rebounds. 14 off the bench from forward, Musa Diabate. Awesome. Yeah. Athletic as bananas, and Mr. Collins is playing a good role off the bench at the guard play, too. So also we'll see how if he steals any minutes from Jones because he's still – I don't know if he's still learning the ropes. I, we'll be fine. We have a good coach. We'll, let's let's get the Big Ten time. Well, this week, Wednesday, Michigan is at North Carolina in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. And then Saturday, San Diego State comes to Ann Arbor. Mm. Is, uh, is he um coach back in the day? Fucking Steve Hawkins? No. No. Michigan's old. No, Michigan's old. Yeah. Steve Fisher. Steve Fisher. Steve Is he still San Diego State? Stat Boys, I'm, I'm Stat Boys on top of it. Stat Boys had his eyes closed, I think, for a minute. It's fine. He's got to sit here. He knows. He's got to He's got to be quiet. Yeah, quiet and give me the stats. Where's all my papers? <laughs> right. No notes. On. Uh, okay, Michigan State. Michigan yeah, State, be. yeah. Bad Boy Mowers, Battle for Atlantis. Opening round, MSU beats <laughs> Loyola Chicago, 63-61. Marcus Bingham. I hope if you ever get big, you just announce that tournament from now on. That better be part of your gig. Marcus Bingham is a dunk with 3.4 seconds left to put MSU over the top. What, what tournament was it in? <laughs> the, the Bad Boy Mowers, Battle for Atlantis. Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> Uh, Malik Hall, career high 24 points. MSU shot 46%. Turned the ball over 20 times. Yikes. Yeah. They move on to face UConn, who they beat 64 60, number 22 UConn. MSU scores the final nine points in the game. UConn was up 60 to 55 with a minute 41 left. Gabe Brown with 16 points leads MSU to the victory. Mm. And then MSU falls to defending national championship national champion Baylor mm. in the Bad Boy Mowers Battle for Atlantis Championship. I, you know, awesome. 
You're the new Vern for that tournament. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Baylor led by two at the half. MSU missed all their third point three pointers in the second half. It seems like turnovers seem to be a big problem for the MSU basketball team. But they've looked good in they're always be well coached. They've been competitive at least for a half in almost every game this year. So yeah, they're gonna be well coached. They're gonna be in a lot of games. Yeah. Pistons or Lions? Uh MSU battles Louisville in the Big Ten ACC oh. Challenge on Wednesday. That's a double header on ESPN. MSU goes at seven fifteen, Michigan at nine fifteen, and then Toledo on Saturday. They come to East Lansing. Uh yeah, Detroit Lions. Cool. You need me forget about Thanksgiving and uh Hey Jared Goff played, so at least it wasn't T B twelve. Yeah, they lost to Chicago. I tried to hear that thing one more time last week. I was gonna <laughs> a bunch of just a, <laughs> Chicago and Detroit looking like a bunch of turkeys on Thanksgiving. They are a lot of jive turkeys. Jive turkeys. Call me a, <laughs> nobody called you a JT. <laughs> Uh, 16-14. Three penalties in a row on yeah. the last drive yeah, offensively. Time, bad clock management at the end. Yeah. Calling consecutive timeouts yeah, on third and nine to hey, make it third and four. If you're going to do these mistakes, do it year one. Let's just get them. Learn, live and learn, man. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Minnesota comes to Detroit on Sunday oh, we can for get an NFC that. North <laughs> matchup. Let's talk about the Pistons. I just have Get Chat written next to the Pistons. Yeah, let's get Chat. Let's I'm get down Chat. For that. Tuesday. Pistons lose to the Miami Heat 192. Detroit led 76 to 67 after three quarters. And they have that, that spaz out time where they can't play all four quarters. And they have like a six minute stretch where they just, here's my, here's our ball. We're on offense. I'm going to give it to you. That's wild. I love giving people the ball. Uh, Jer- Jeremy Grant, 21.7 rebounds mm. uh, because of Beef Stew's suspension and. Kelly Olynyk being hurt. Luca Garza gets mm. his first start. Seven points in 17 minutes. And how in shape was he? Yeah, right. Did he have like five fouls too? <laughs> yeah, he's in great shape. Hey, just, you know, pointing out things. Hey, hey they're competitive against the Lakers. Yeah. Wednesday. Oh, we're not there yet? No, we're not there yet. Wednesday, they what lost. Was that one to... tournament? <laughs> Bad Boy Mowers, Battle for Atlantis. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Pistons. Uh, Bucks. Wednesday, they lost to the Bucks, 114-93. Trey Lyles had 19 points. Cade went 9 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Yeah. We just, we just, yeah, our shooting is awful right now. Yeah. Everybody is it's, horrible. Yeah, Cade's been struggling a lot lately. Friday against the Clippers, 107-96, to we lost. Grant goes for a double-double with 20 points, 10 rebounds. Like I said, get that trade value up. Swing him for some, some picks. Him and Lyles, too. Yeah, Lyles as well. Lyles once, is once that 30-day or the, the clause of where newly acquired free agents comes into effect. I can't remember if it's December 30th or December 1st. Well, today is tomorrow. Well, someday this week is December 1st. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can start turning and burning those people you acquired in the free agency. You know. And then Sunday, Lakers 110, Detroit 106. That was a competitive game. Yeah. Yeah. Grant had 32. Cade had 15 points, 11 rebounds. Yep. Another double-double for Cade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I wish we played everybody like we played the Lakers. But, you know. We had a lot of fire for that game, though. You know, not much happened on the return of – Beef Stew and LeBron. But. Well, the Lakers had a turning point when they faced the Pistons the first time. Yeah, a turning a point. Turning I know. Point in their season. Yeah, it's a yeah, turning point in their season. Point. It was an emotional turning point against a against a what a four win team. Yeah, well, that might only have four wins for the entire season. Get out of here. Uh, looking to the future tonight, the Pistons are at Portland Trailblazers. Thursday, Pistons at Phoenix, and then Monday. The Oklahoma City Thunder come to Detroit. Ooh-wee. And now, what I know Sox has been waiting to talk about, the, the ring finger on this week's Talk to the Hand, we got? kind of. Wingdings? Detroit Red Wings. Solid yeah. week, Sox. Solid. Wednesday, Detroit beat the St. Louis Blues 4-2. to two. Yep. Lucas Raymond scored again. Yep. 
Uh, Fabry had a golden assist. Larkin had a golden assist. Larkin, man, he's that he's that engineer. If he's rolling, the team's gonna roll. Nadelkovich, yep, uh, stopped ninety five percent of his shots. Kyle, yeah, we've been practicing. I have been practicing. And then Saturday, Detroit gets past Buffalo in overtime, three two. Raymond scores the OT winner twenty six seconds in. Cider yep. has an assist. He ties Raymond for uh, most assists in the league among rookies. Top two rookie scorers in the league. Yeah. Come coming between our our eyes, Kyle. Yeah. Moving forward, you know we every, just keep growing and every week I just watch you get happier when we talk about the Red Wings. Well, it's just you know when you're rebuilding, whether whatever sport it is, you know I think football is the most impatient one but like like hockey and baseball sometimes you gotta let these people these these players marinate you know let them let them collect all the juices and become plump and juicy before you bring them up and before the big tournament you know that's so juicy i know we should be talking about this in the spread segment but (laughs) you know what i'm saying there though like we were we're we're starting red wing fans were starting to get antsy of when these prospects were going to start doing some work and of course it's the last two ones we draft who are doing work and you know, Zadina hasn't showed up on the score sheet necessarily, but he's playing really well analytically, playing really well on defense. He does have scoring chances. You know, and Dylan's still driving the bus. For Tuesday, when he, you know, when he chips in, he's pretty streaky. It's, it's just, I mean, now we have Nadelkovich. We have pieces. Okay. We have our core pieces now that we can branch off, and some of these prospects that are, okay, maybe not something we're looking for. They don't have a place. Now we can trade those chips for eventually veteran players down the road. And hit that hit that ball rolling. Yeah, turn that page. It seems like Nadelkovic is really coming into his own. He's had the last three starts. Yep, he's been playing well. Uh, Raymond's got goals in two straight, points in three straight. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think his. I mean, he's, I think he's just below a point per game or a point per game, but fantastic. Yeah, Love it. I didn't think it was gonna happen, but you know, a huge opportunity when Jacob Verana, who who was hurt with that shoulder gig, you know, I won't be back till you know March. When he comes back, it's just gonna put hopefully put us to another level, and it's kind of a blessing in disguise that he got hurt. Raymond shows up, here we are. Then, like I said, we're gonna start moving some pieces. Like maybe a Robbie Fabry might be on the way out to get something different. You know, I'm just you know, yeah, it's all about getting better. Well, love the core. We got some. We got uh, some time to get better this week tonight. Detroit, it, the Red Wings are in Boston facing the Bruins. Wednesday, the Seattle Kraken come to Detroit to face the Red Wings, and then Saturday, the New York Islanders face the Red Wings in Detroit. You know what movie Cam Neely was in? What movie was Cam Neely in? Dumb and Dumber. That is true. I didn't know that, actually. He was Seabass. He was Seabass. Cam Neely played for the Boston Bruins, as far as that reference go, everybody. Yes, Cam Neely did play for the Boston Bruins. I wasn't just out of my mind by saying that randomly. Well... Next, it's time for your, uh, I think it's time for your promo, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I got one in this week. Uh, next up, we're going to part one of the spread, the cheese and crackers edition. Full spread. After this wonderful giggity get up. Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day, and Friday, and Sunday fun day, and even Monday, as the case of the Mondays. Ever think... Well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m. we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports, talking about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, maybe even doing your poop routine, give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. I just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Just a minute here, we're going to go full spread. Oh, full spread. I just want to let everybody know that I understand there's a Taco Tuesday. I really don't care about your personal problems. The feast is in for breakfast then. So have the feast for breakfast and then have your tacos at night. But Tuesday is now feast day. 
Just so everybody knows. Yeah, Tuesday's feast day. I don't care. You can feast on tacos. Yeah. You can listen to the feast while you feast on tacos for all I give a shit about. But we do cheesy potato breakfast burritos here on the feast (laughs) with gravy. Omelette? Uh, Yeah, omelette. (laughs) Or omelette. Uh, Three, two, four, eight, two, one. Hit the music. Full spread. Every time Kyle mouse the full spread to me. Every time. Part one of the spread. Cheese and crackers edition. Mozzarella stick edition. Kings of the NFC. Green Bay dominates the Rams. Mm. Talk, just talk, In just Green talk. Bay. Just go. <laughs> Win 36-28. Uh... Really the only thing to talk about. I mean, Green Bay's defense comes back to play after last week of you kind of ragging on Green Bay's defense. Reports have been coming out that Matt Stafford's been playing hurt, which I'm not really surprised about because he did it all the time in Detroit. But Green Bay, Green Bay's defense looks solid. Packers' offense looks solid. Aaron Rodgers looks solid. Runs one in. You probably want to pull his hair. Oh. Do you know Mr. LeFleur is 9-0 after losses now? Yeah. Do you know mm. that Matthew Stafford is 1-4 against winning football teams this year? I did not know. Did you know that Notre Dame is not making the college playoff? We'll cover that oh, later. Oh, sorry. I blacked out. Uh, do you want any more you want to talk about Green Bay? No, just the team fact team? that Matt Stafford's 1-4 against winning teams this okay. year. So. Just another carryover from his Detroit days. No. Still not beating the good teams. Okay. Uh, our Liz Vaughn shout-out of the week. Mm. How bad are the Philadelphia Eagles losing 13-6 to to the New York Giants? Yeah, it's pretty sweet that Jalen Hurts was my quarterback for fantasy. Was Jalen Hurts your quarterback for fantasy this yeah, week? Yeah, Mahomes was on by. Was he? Yeah. That's yeah, weird. I know you beat me. Congratulations. Oh, did I beat you? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah, it's crumbling. It's okay. You're not as bad as Nappy's team because Nappy yeah. also lost Delvin Cook probably yeah. for the rest of the fantasy season, along with Derrick Henry, Julio Jones. You wait, oh, did you lost? Did you lose AJ Brown too? Yeah. All right. So sorry, Liz, but the Eagles are bad, 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 bad. Should have grew up in Pittsburgh. Ooh. I'm just kidding. You're getting a phone love call you. about that one. Love you. Uh, I love redheads. I had written down. <laughs> I had written down here. Cam is still Cam, but cross that out because who gives a fuck? Uh, New England. Ooh, yeah. Let's talk about winners. Them too. Of, winners of six in a row. What a great thirty-six to thirteen over Tennessee. Yeah, go on. This is your squad. Mm-hmm. Is uh, going to be Green Bay against New England. It could be. Ooh. You, you know, it up. it's the fifth time Bill Belichick has gone undefeated in November. After the last four, the Pats won the Super Bowl. They're hot now. Well, they are. Over the last six games, they've scored 35.2 points per game. Maybe they got hot too early. Points per game allowed 10.5. They might cool off. December's coming. 17 takeaways in that span to only four turnovers. Mm. Defense is playing solid. They had eight or nine guys who opted out last year come They're back. Playing solid. I just, God damn it. I know. You're just mad because I jumped on the bat, jumped yeah, on their bandwagon early, like real early too. Yeah, yeah, but and then following up our little, our little end of the appetizer, you're did sticky. San Francisco win. San Francisco did win. They oh. beat Minnesota. I know. I would. You know. Yeah. I, no, I meant to bring that up too. Yeah, they're rolling. Jimmy G's not playing well. <laughs> yeah, but you know maybe they're getting hot the right but, time. But problem, Debo Samuel is going to be yeah. out for a couple of weeks. You know, they're oh, leading on that. Team. That's sweet. on that other run game. Weak. And then the Steelers lose forty-one to ten to the Bengals. The Steelers suck. Are the Steelers done? I told you that week one. I I I I'm the one that said that Ben Roethlisberger wouldn't finish the season as the Steelers' starting quarterback. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they suck. They, they see ya. Ben's gonna retire. He's gotta retire, right? That's what you would figure. I mean, they seem to say earlier this year when he was playing well, they said that him coming back another year wasn't out of the question. Yeah, but come on. I mean, I mean like weird years is he going to go through? Are you still sticking with Baltimore after their dismal outing last night? They lose. 
No, Lamar Jackson just threw like four picks. They win? Yeah, they won. Oh, then, yeah, I'm still stuck with it. And I forgot that game was on. Do they play Cleveland? Yeah, they play Cleveland. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep, still rooting for, yep, Baltimore. Still, still sucking it up and still winning the game. That's how you do it. Yeah. It's called adversity. And then the Buccaneers Buccaneers beat the Colts. That was, a, that was an interesting game. That was an interesting I game. I was in my head thinking about how much we bash on Carson Wentz. Like privately. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe him and Frankie are starting to get back together. and It's been interesting with him. Making that magic. He's, he's playing better than we all thought he would play. Yeah, they and they don't lose that, but they lost that game because of Carson Wentz. That's fair, but at least he's making confident throws again. No, and they've he's been playing good pa- football. He's not playing passive. You know, he's got that aggressive. I'm, 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 I never had the Colts. With their, <coughs> excuse me, with how well JTT's playing. He, that's an interesting squad for me. You know, they lost, just lost, but you know they played tough against Tampa Bay the whole time. Yeah, interesting squad. They did. So, you ready to bring in the third man? Are we gotta, we going to a promo? Do you have something else you want to talk about? We got the Sox promo. No, but we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. I figured. I figured. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. The Catfish Blanco Recycling Center. We kick all the boxes. Men and Ranch Strip Club. It's healthier than depression. Ron Caputo Meat Tenderizer. I beat your meat so you don't have to. All right, we're back. Never get old. <laughs> well, I think it's time we welcome in our th- our third man. If he w- if we were the four horsemen, and Sox was Ric Flair and I was Arn Anderson, or Sox was Arn Anderson and I was Ric yeah, Flair. What the hell? What? He'd be Jeff Jarrett, Chris Burns, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Burns doesn't get it, but we get it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, boys. All right. So, I saved the best for last for you guys because I knew it was a big week. You know, you guys have waited a long time for this. I've only seen it once since I've been friends with you guys. Yep. What are you talking about, Kyle? Michigan. Yay. Yay. Beats Tarleton. (laughs) (laughs) 63-54. Michigan beats Ohio State 42-27. A very impressive, impressive, impressive win, gentlemen. Coach game. Yes. Hassan Haskins goes for 169, five touchdowns. Aiden Hutchinson chips in for three sacks. Single season record for sacks in Michigan. U of M has no third downs in the second half, as I was pointed out by our stat boy this weekend via text. And... Interesting thing we said last week on the show was that Michigan was going to have to control the game to win the game. Time of possession, Michigan with 28 minutes, 12 seconds, and Ohio State with 31 minutes, 48 seconds. But it's how they controlled the game, though. Yes, no. Yeah. I agree. Having no third downs in the second half will take a little bit of that time. Third and shorts. Controlling the game. We never at any point did not play exactly the game we wanted to. You know, we had the game earlier in the year against Michigan State where we were down 50 or we were up 15 in the second half. That creeps into your head when we're up 15 in the second half and we played it completely different. Uh, I got nervous when we had the ball on the 20 and we, he threw a pick. I think we got too anxious to try to score. That was the I think the only bad bad uh, call. You're talking about the one in the first quarter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one time. Because, you know, what's happened the last eight years creeps into your head, right? It's like, oh, we come off to this good start, and then all of a sudden they they get the interception. They completely flip momentum. Yeah, uh, I was drinking gravy have a pitcher. I was stressing out so much. (laughs) Yeah, it was... (laughs) I I was picturing you drinking gravy out of a pitcher. Everybody does. Yeah. Um, Here's a (laughs) t-shirt. Just (laughs) socks in the shower, pouring gravy all over him himself, (laughs) dancing to... Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> no, dancing the um, if you think I'm sexy by Rod Stewart. Uh, no, we played a good game. We best game, best coach game, all year round. I've talked about it all year, saying Michigan plays a boring, run up the middle game, 
and once we knew the the Buckeyes couldn't stop us up the middle, I'm so happy that they weren't going outside with it because they have speed on the outside, just pounded up the middle, and they kept doing that. Put us in good situations for third downs. If it was fourth down, you knew we were going to go for it. We were going balls to the wall. That, that's Michigan boring football. And then you had Cornelius go down on the outside for that one uh, good catch. I think I believe it was the second quarter, third quarter. Um, you know, small little plays like that every once in a while, little flare plays. And then the, the big boys on the defensive, you know, Hutchinson, keep making them nervous. Stroud, one was Stroud ever pressured the rest of the year. I never saw that. They have All-American tackles on the outsides, first-round draft picks on the outsides, and Michigan tore it up. Go! <laughs> um, yeah, it, I totally agree. Um, we, you know, if we want to talk about MVPs of that game, right, let's start with our offensive line, okay? Oh, offensive our, line and tight ends for sure. Our offensive line just manhandled. Ohio State's defensive line from from the time the clock started in the first quarter. Um, we had probably the most dominating performance we had all year. Hassan Haskins running through huge holes. He's been great since he's had to take over the lead back role after Quorum got hurt. We saw Quorum for a few plays, broke a huge run, and uh, I believe it was the second quarter. Um, was nice to see him come back and saw a little bit of Donovan Edwards again, like we talked about last week. But uh, offensive line, I think, is your first MVP. Number two, Aiden Hutchinson, like we talked about, had three sacks. Uh, Ojabo with the with the final sack of the game was really fun. Ross with a couple of huge tackles in the backfield as well. Yes, correct. I mean, we just from from top to bottom um, played a great game. I, I told you before the show, this was the most fun time that I had watching a Michigan game in years. Uh, it was nice to see us out-coach the Ohio State coaching staff for once. We haven't done that, I don't feel like, in a, in a few years. Um, but we totally out-coached Ryan Day. He had a rough day. Uh, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but it, it was it was just fun to watch. Um, I'm excited for this week. I will also give an MVP to the defensive coordinator that we switched up after years. I love Brown a lot. I did. I loved his philosophy. I loved man on man on the island as far as cornerbacks go. But we needed to switch because we couldn't beat Ohio State because he was getting tore up. Kudos to their scheme. Like I said, like you said, like we've all said, kudos to the defensive line getting pressure on the quarterback. We we made it known last week if that could happen, throw him off pace a little bit, make him run seventy five plays, and don't you know make it difficult for them to get through the second down, make it second and twenty, second and fifteen. I think that. That definitely helped us out. Yeah. Bring on Iowa, baby. Yeah. Michigan plays Iowa Saturday, 8 p.m. Does Notre Dame play this weekend? No, we're off. Oh. Well, that's good because you don't have a coach. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> no, you have Tommy Reese. Woo. Bob Davy. Well, oh, God. Who is George O'Leary? That was who I was thinking of there. Well, leading out of the main course into. Pick them. Jingle, jingle, free candy with Chris Burns. Oh, yeah, I meant to bring that up. Candy time. Candy time. Candy time. Candy time. All right. We'll start. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start with that game. Michigan is giving 11 and a half points to Iowa in Indianapolis over under 43.5. Chris Burns. Let's hold on. Let's recap his picks from last week first. Oh yeah, see how incredible are... he really is. Burns took the Bears covering the three and a half loss. Loss took the under win. Win. He also took. Yeah, I like how the producer fucks up the whole show. <laughs> ah, don't worry, I have it. We have. Uh, it right I also here. took the Raiders plus seven. Win. Uh, win. win. I took the under in that game as well. Loss. Candy. No, no candy there. No candy. <laughs> no, no candy on over unders. <laughs> uh, and then I won both picks in the Bills game minus four and a half and the under uh, 45 and a half. Uh, four and two on the week. Uh, I'll take it. That's, yeah, that's not bad. Four and two makes you money. Let me get my four and two does make you money. Statistical notebook out for mm-hmm. your record of the year. Four. 
And two. Dash two. Week one, not Mario Kart. It's the first note you've written in that notebook I've ever seen. But. Well, I got like three words. But Michigan giving 11 and a half. <laughs> 11 and a half points to Iowa. Over under 43 and a half. Are you taking or giving the candy this week, Chris Burns? So my first look at that, it it's a weird line combined with an over-under because the over-under at only 43 and a half means they expect a low-scoring game. To me, that says to, that says Vegas doesn't think Iowa's going to score very many points. Yes. Uh, they're seeing a 28 to 15 game somewhere in that area. Um, sounds about right to me. As far as I know, going into tonight, Iowa doesn't know who their starting quarterback is yet, deciding between two. Uh, they've looked pretty average the whole second half of the season. I think they were very overrated when they reached number two at one point this season. Uh, they just beat Nebraska by seven. Nebraska went one and eight in the Big Ten. So, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to be overconfident, but I think we should beat Iowa. I think that Indy is going to be 80% Michigan fans, if not more. It's going to be essentially a home game for us. And so I don't see any reason why we shouldn't cover that 11.5. And, and I th- we'll probably hit the over. I, Iowa has a good defense, but our offensive line, what they've been doing lately, uh, Hassan Haskins, since he's taken the lead role, just like we just talked about, Cade, Cade has just been managing the game as well as you can ask for makes a big play when he needs to uh doesn't really make very many mistakes that was only his third interception of the season against ohio state so trace trace um so i i think i'll take michigan minus 11 and a half i'll take the over as well all right we also have undefeated cincinnati giving 10 and a half points to houston over under 53 and a half I haven't even looked at this, to yeah. be completely honest with you. Uh, my gut tells me Houston covers. That's uh, what I was I, thinking, I, too. I've seen Houston um, play a couple times this year. They've they've looked decent. I think that it, if anyone in, in the American Athletic Conference is going to beat Cincinnati, it's going to be Houston. Uh, but who, I don't, who cares, I guess? Yeah, Where I'm going to... Houston and the over. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Oklahoma State, minus three and a half versus Baylor, over under 46.5. So this one's interesting to me. Uh, Oklahoma State, coming off a big win versus Oklahoma, have looked really good the second half of the year. Uh, Baylor um, almost lost this week, uh, played a very close game. They, they're, one week they look great, the next week they look average. But for some reason, my gut tells me Baylor wins this game. Uh, outright so I think I'm taking Baylor plus the three and a half uh, and I would even sprinkle a little bit on Baylor money line sprinkle some of that candy on the Baylor money line and socks. you will never see me take an under in a big 12 championship that's game. Right. same Ever. thing so, I, same so thing I thought so that's, so that's like, over all that day <laughs> uh, get all the A's so, my, my, my super secret part way Iowa, Houston, Baylor money line. <laughs> L. Yeah, probably. All right, and the game that everyone's talking about next weekend, Georgia minus six and a half against Alabama, over under 50 and a half. I think Georgia's going to destroy Alabama. I don't think they're in the same class. I've watched Alabama barely beat unranked Auburn this past weekend. Prior to that, watch them, them barely beat Arkansas. The week before that, kind of rivalry game. Mm. Mm. Debatable at best. Heisman front runner. Heisman front runner is true, but Georgia's defense is no joke. Uh, Alabama's offense isn't that good. Bryce Young is very good, but their offense as a whole is not what it has been the, the last few years. Uh, it, give me Georgia minus six and a half. Uh, the over under, uh, give me the over in that one too. Right. I think Georgia actually blows them out. Yeah. To, so to recap, Burns has got Michigan minus 11 and a half. I'm going to take Iowa and the candy. We both will have the over of 43 and a half in that game. Burns is taking Houston. I'm also taking Houston. We're both taking the over in that game. 
Oklahoma State Baylor, same again. And yeah, same across, except I'm taking Iowa in the points. Who's Notre Dame play this weekend, Kyle, in their championship game? Sox already asked that question. No, so, I know he did. Yeah, I just yeah, I didn't hear it wasn't, last time. Yeah, I said we were off. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. remember? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, because they don't have a coach. <laughs> yeah, remember? Now you guys just recycling Jimmy the Klaus same joke from retired 10 minutes ago. Douches. <laughs> College football analyst, James Clausen. <laughs> Check him out on LinkedIn. <laughs> Jimmer Clausen. All right. James Richard. So. As far as we know, if if the college football ranking if the college football rankings are uh, shown on Monday, we will react to them live on the show. We will sit here and watch them and react to whatever the college football rankings are. So you will hear my anger if Notre Dame doesn't make the college football playoff, which is going to be weird if they do now because we don't have a fucking coach. So be prepared for his anger. Yeah, and. But we're going to do our predictions right now for the college football playoff rankings. Oh, we are. We Sox, give me your top, or I'll do my top four. I'll do, do top my four. top four. So my top four will be Georgia at number one. Are you talking about after the conference championship? After conference championship, our final college football rankings. Georgia at number one. Michigan at number two. Cincinnati at number three. And Notre Dame at number four. <laughs> Chris Burns, what are your college football rankings? Uh, well, I think Georgia with Georgia killing Alabama, like I think I'm, gonna, I think they're gonna finish one. Uh, I see Michigan finishing two. Uh, I just picked Baylor to beat uh, Oklahoma State, so that knocks Oklahoma State out. Uh, probably Cincinnati three. Um, and then by default, I guess Notre Dame is, is it Notre Dame or Baylor? There's the question, right? If Baylor, Aha! <laughs> if, if, if Baylor beats Oklahoma state, like I think they are going to, uh, then how do you, how do you leave Notre Dame out? You can't, do you put... Can't put, you, you can't put a two-loss Baylor team in over a Notre Dame. Are you sure? Because they the committee has always valued conference championships. I've uh, lost one game, and it's to the, one of the only undefeated teams in the nation. I, I understand. You also don't have a coach. We'd be the first college so, football team to make the college football dude, playoff without a head coach. Right. So and, I, give, I, and you want to know you want to know the fucking news story out of that college football playoff? Notre Dame shocks the world and wins the national championship yeah, without Brian my, Kelly. <laughs> over my rankings, that's so hold your damn horses. So, so, give, me, so give, me, give me Notre Dame at four. Um, but the the crazy thing about that is, what does the committee do? Right? Does the committee value Cincinnati as a better team than Notre Dame? They probably have to because they are undefeated and they beat them. So, you know, since he being the three seed, even though I would argue that Georgia of all these teams would probably want to play Cincy the most because they are not tested nearly as well as someone from the Big 12 or someone from the Big 10 that is coming out. I would, I would get such a hard on if Notre Dame jumped Cincy and somehow ended up in the three spot and got to, it, was, it was Michigan, Notre Dame. Oh, that would be so sexy to just beat your ass. I would not be – I wouldn't see you guys until the show that week. My rankings. <laughs> Sox. Yes, please. Number four, Cincinnati. <laughs> Number three, Oklahoma State. Number two, <coughs> <not> Iowa. <coughs> Michigan. Number one, Alabama. Just kidding. Georgia. Georgia. <coughs> that's my top four. I, I hope that's what happens. That's I if Cincinnati wins, they have to be hands down. Oh yeah, they're in. They're in it. Um, and I I hope Oklahoma State wins because I think I would love to play Oklahoma. If I'm a Michigan fan and we do, you know, get through, we beat Iowa, we get to that two slot. You've got to love a matchup with Oklahoma State. You got to love where you're at. There. <coughs> I think in one of those games that we talked about, one of those four. We're gonna see an upset in one of those games. I don't like. I would lean more that would be Baylor over Oklahoma State, but I could very easily see it being Houston over Cincinnati. 
Where is that game? How do, where does the American Athletic Conference play their championship game? I'm not in South does Bend. You know, you know who is, you know who is find, it a home game for you, Cincinnati. You know, who, you know who finds that out for us generally. Dr. Stat boy. Google. Stat boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Google. Dr. Google. Yeah, actually, that's exactly. We usually what Usually, ask Jeeves, but he retired years ago. Ask Jeeves. Old ass dude. Uh, it is in. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. I, I that was legitimate. I have no clue. Nippert Stadium. It's in Cincinnati. It's at Cincinnati. So it, <laughs> So it's wow. a so it's a home, game, a limb, home game for Cincinnati. Jesus. Come on, so, Houston. I, so I mean, you can't. It, since he's got since he wins that game, right? You would think it, so, but future Notre Dame head coach Luke Fickle yeah. comes out on top. All right. I hope it turns into a mess. What would be the messiest thing that could happen? Alabama beating Georgia. Alabama beating Georgia. Iowa beating Michigan. Oh, let's say Michigan goes. (laughs) No, because that but that that goes against the whole. No, because I want to hear Kyle talk about Green Bay all the time, and Detroit sucks. Okay, but here's my argument: If things get really messy, could a two-loss Michigan team still get the four slot? I mean, okay, let's talk. So Alabama wins. Alabama wins. Takes Alabama to one. Thing. No, not a two-loss Alabama. They're, they're gonna they're gonna one. go over Georgia because we're, if we're talking about the messiest it can be. I think Georgia probably stays number one, and Bama probably goes to number two. Not with Alabama beating Georgia straight up. Alabama's only a one. Oh yeah, team. no, that's true, and they beat the conference yeah. champion. Yeah. So yeah. Alabama would go to number one, yeah, duh. and then we're gonna say we're gonna say for the messiest messiest ever thing: Iowa beats Michigan, Houston beats Cincy, Baylor beats Oklahoma State. Yes. So then it ends up with. I think that's Georgia, the only way. That's the Georgia, only way Notre Dame gets in. Notre Dame at three. And Michigan at Andy four. At three. And then and there, here's the. And Michigan who, at four. Is it Michigan or at Baylor. four? It, it, Michigan's got to be at four over Baylor. Yeah. Um, but actually, knowing the college football playoff committee, they would probably hold more that Baylor won their conference championship and put Baylor in over Michigan. You know what? They're probably win. actually correct. Which that's blows. A, that's, that's so stupid. And they also talk about what team will travel better. Yeah. But if we're talking they, about you know, what... We're talking about historically what... Okay, so if we're talking about what team will travel better, there's not a team that travels better than the University of Notre Dame fighting Irish. Oh, Jesus Christ. These games are in Dallas. They want it, because they, Dallas, want it, correct? they want to get out of South Bend. These games in Dallas? <laughs> That fair. The armpit. If it weren't for Gary, if it weren't for Gary, <laughs> yeah. The armpit. Like, oh, of oh. They, I wonder why they travel well. Cause they're like, see ya. Yeah. Is speaking. Okay, let's talk. Okay, so let's talk about Indiana. Are we gonna? Is there a worse state? Is there a worse state in the country than Indiana? It, probably Ohio, right? But. <laughs> You can go ahead okay, and say. Okay, did you swallow the microphone? I literally had Coca Cola coming out of my nose <laughs> when Sock said because they want to leave South Bend. Yeah. Because I because I feel that we after only, bartending we there, all, we don't do opinions. We only throw facts. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree. And Ohio are the two worst states in the union. Yeah. The union. The union. <laughs> what the fuck are we? Is this 1845. <laughs> Oh god! Okay. So so yeah, that would be ultra messy. Uh, That's the messiest of the messy. The messiest. Of That's the, messy. the Jesse the Burke, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Burkwest of fucking college football playoff predictions. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, wrapping up this. This show's crumbling. <laughs> wrapping up this Pete Rose episode. What if, do you think there'd ever be a chance for Ohio State to get in? Just because I would love to see Michigan Ohio no. State. I I don't think so because because. So. because well, in, in that situation, the, the messiest of the messy, you might see a Michigan-Ohio State bowl game at that point. Mm. If five versus six, somewhere in that area. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to have two conference probably not. rivals probably face wouldn't, but each other. That would other. be kind of cool. I, actually, it wouldn't. I don't, I I don't, don't want to do that. It only happened in the playoff. Yeah. Uh, the I looked at some, some projections, some bowl projections today, and if, if things play out how, you know, double-digit – favorites winning the games they should win if things play out uh, i saw a prediction for a notre dame michigan state yeah i heard six day bowl i heard that uh, mm. which would be which would be a cool matchup for both teams um michigan state coming off 
way better than expected year in the first year or second year of Mel Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, they that game against Penn State this past weekend was fun to watch in the snow. Penn State driving down the field, almost coming back, no one able to even kick a field goal or an extra point. But that would be a fun matchup. I think Michigan State would would beat them. To be fair. Um, okay. <laughs> well. I know, I know. Clearly, Stat Boy's been drinking. He's got a little bit more than just coffee I know they would have coffee a, mug. At least a long tenured coach. <laughs> 10 years, 95 million. Yeah. No, well, I'm talking about 10 years, the term. <laughs> the way experience there. God, that whatever we're fucking everybody said. We're crumbling. Hey, what's that one? Where do we get, where do we get stuff if like, we're cold and we're like, I need a sweatshirt? Where do we go? Teespring.com. T E E? T E E S P R I N G. Like T E Spring? Yeah. Yeah, go there. Go there and search Spinebuster Sports. Yeah. Do we have Feast stuff on there? We, we will have. We will have Feast stuff very soon on we there. We have stuff on there right now. Yeah, we have stuff on there right now. What we got on there right we now? We got all the Spinebuster Sports merch you can think of. We got the throw pillows. We got the fucking blankets. Medium we get, thick pint glasses. Me, we, got, we got pint glasses for all your medium thick beverage needs. Did we get bottle openers? No bottle openers on there. We got sleeping bags? No. What about... Leggings. What about electric trimmers? <laughs> no spot. No, the feast. No no nose trimmers by the feast? No, the... No... All I can think about right now... No, <laughs> no ball trimmers by the feast. Is how you look like Where's Waldo. Thank you. You're welcome. I've been going for it, a new look. It was way more when the hair was coming out of the side of the hat. Mm. Um, oh yeah, but it, um, it. I looked over and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm glasses away. There is Waldo. Yeah, found him. Socks off. All right. Well, now that this love fest is coming to an end, you know what I noticed about you is that we're, your hair looks better than it did last week. Ah, yeah. You got plugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. No, it's I didn't I didn't fluff it before I came over. I and you can it. finally I really can grow a right beard. Now. You like that? Yeah. It, I look Amish currently, though. I need a trim. Mm. It, it kind of just poofs out at the side. Mm. Potatoes. Potatoes. Okay. Electricity. <laughs> he brings the electricity to this bunch. Oh, by the way, what? one thing I forgot to mention. What? Green Bay? New head coach. For Jacksonville State, Rich Rodriguez. Yeah, Rich Rodriguez. Rich Rod. Oh, when did he just take the job? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Welcome to South Bend, didn't Rich just, Rodriguez. No, no, Jacksonville State is oh. where he's going. Yeah, no, to I, I heard, I heard, I heard <laughs> what you said. Did, didn't he just take a job in like Las Vegas and said he was going to be there for a while? Or is that somebody else? Lincoln been somebody else. Lincoln Riley. Else. We didn't talk about Lincoln Riley. USC. Lincoln Riley, uh, USC. Out. Bob Stoops. Literally the, the day before in the press conference. How well played was that? They asked him about LSU and he shot that shit down harder than you'll ever hear anyone shoot anything down. And it's because he already accepted the job to USC. Well played, Lincoln Riley. And Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops. Did you see the video of potentially it was Bob Stoops throwing boxes off of the side of... The Oklahoma building, close to where Lincoln Riley's office was, into a garbage trip. Oh, like Boston Tea Party. Yes, pretty much exactly like that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Debatable on whether it was actually Bob Stoops. without representation. People are people are talking. About what? About what? Bob people Stoops. are chirping. Was the inner term? There's things are being said. About what? Lincoln coming Riley. back. Oh yeah. We can line whatever USC. Let's probably beat Notre Dame because they don't have a coach. Charlie Weiss. Charlie. Yeah, bring him. Where's he up to? <laughs> I'm sure doing nothing. Well, oh, hey. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. If you could see the look on Sox's face right now. What about. What, um, what about. Are we fan Kelly? Chip. 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 Are we UCLA. I know, but what about Chip? Are we, Chip. What about Chip? Nothing about Jim Chip. Jim Schwartz. Are we fantasy booking the no, Notre Dame Chip, coaching I, do- Chip job? Kelly. Chip Chip has he's done a couple things. <coughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. You, you're not going to be able to go after the top tier guys. They don't want that job. No, we have They're, to. You don't play in a conference. Nobody <laughs> wants that job over the good job. South Bend. So you go to an, you go to the armpit of Indiana besides <laughs> Gary. 
to play campus to coach is, a campus team is, is not in a conference. Campus can't ever is, play. Campus is beautiful, but you look the other way. Championship game. Yeah, I wouldn't want that job. Well, yeah. Who would? All right, you guys are fired. Who would? Probably Brady Quinn. The cake. Yeah, the cake you guys, are you putting in your resume, Kyle? You guys are fired, yeah. No, I don't drink anymore. This isn't like tw- 10 years ago when I get drunk and send my resume to WWE.com. Hey, I still send mine in the Lions every four years. That actually happened. That was a true story. I know. The late night WWE res- resume. Next week, what are we talking about? Uh, Next week, I think we are doing a full spread. Talk to the hand and probably questions from Facebook. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. When we do questions, yeah, we're we gonna talk about our favorite week. rump roasts. Favorite rump roasts. I like I like the food aspect of last week. That was fun. Oh, you like the food aspect? Because then yeah, we, can, we can talk about. Let's be. Let's. I got a text message from Brad Westfall the next on Tuesday <laughs> afternoon that said we spent an uncomfortable amount of time talking about our love for chocolate cream pie. Mm. Well, well, well worth. It. Yeah. That, I, Duh. Think about that for a second, boys. Yeah. Think about who that was from, too. Yeah, I know. But we could talk about, like, doing, like, uh, like a ribeye. What am I thinking? A ribeye? A, a roast. steak? A, a roast. roast? Rump roast? Rump roast. Roast beast. Roast beast. <laughs> because then I could talk about gravy again. <laughs> and then we could talk about brown gravy. How exciting that would be. So what do you think? Well, I mean, we're gonna, the questions are going to be, wow, we're don't gonna, talk about gravy We're going to have so many listeners next week. We should. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. Follow, download us. Share us. Spotify. Like us. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. I've already watched Christmas Vacation Amazon. twice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, teespring.com for all your neat... Spinebuster Sports merch, yeah, merchandise right? needs. How about come out the other way so you can talk? Yeah, you want to come out the other way. We've all been doing it. Yeah, you guys can be silent about it. Mine's going to get picked up by the microphone. I, that's the goal. That's yeah. the best Christmas movie ever, right? Christmas. Hands oh, down. we no, should probably die get hard. there. We'll, we're going to get there at some okay. point this month, I think. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, the probably. Producer Kyle's got an agenda. December 20th. That we, that we follow. Perfect. Perfect. I've got till the end of the year mapped out. Actually, till January tenth. Oh, so. is 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 your uh, Oreo cheesecake on the schedule? Oh my! Before the, <laughs> Before the end of the year, before the end of the year, twenty twenty three. Oh yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah, remember I said th- this year. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about some Christmas, our favorite Christmas movies for sure. Yeah, we'll talk about that one on favorite and December most overrated December twentieth. December twentieth. Favorite Talk. Christmas movies. Hmm. Die Hard. Yeah, we. I already knew it was going to come up. But we have to find... I almost thought about doing our first debate and finding somebody who's against Die Hard being a Christmas movie to come in. Well, okay. Guess Jackass is showing up again. <laughs> uh, so, okay, that's cool. And then what are we talking about otherwise? What else we got? Producer Kyle. What, coming up in the future? Yep. Uh, picking NCAA bowl games, me, me and Sox, and... Probably Chris Burns will go head to head in picking NCAA bowl games. Do we do it like the point system, like yeah. one through thirty-one? One's your one you think is. But we're gonna do it week least. to week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing it week to week though. Well, we got weekly pick picks. Oh, weekly picks. Weekly. Yeah. That so fill fill fucking time. What do you want me to do? For uh, Kyle. January third, we got the NCAA national championship preview. And then January 10th, we'll have an NFL playoff preview, end of season awards, and recap mine and Sox's predictions from our pr- episode one. Pound sign the feast. Pound sign the feast. Pound sign the feast. Pound sign Spinebuster Sports. Once again, thanks for listening to the Brendan Shanahan version of the feast. P. Rose. Thanks for Chris Burns showing up. Thanks for showing up. You can say bye. Anytime, buddy. Okay. Kyle, always a pleasure. I hate you both. Uh, you guys are fired, by the way. Chip Kelly. It's Starbucks' fault. They weren't Kelly to Kelly. Fired. <laughs> I had Speedway coffee on the way here. It ruined my night. Kelly, fired. <laughs> Kelly to Kelly. Kelly to Kelly. to Kelly. Love him. Kelly to Kelly. I hope Chip Kelly becomes a coach now. How cool that I hope be. they join the American Athletic Conference. I hope they join the Mac. The Mac. 
Regionally, it makes sense. <laughs> Regionally. All right, everybody. I got nothing. Like, while we hit the music, you hit outro music. No, we hit the outro. When you hit outro music. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons, you nerdies. <laughs>